0: Welcome to another episode of Momvish Podcast. This is where we have candid combos about the good, the bad, and the unexpected about motherhood, life,
1: and relationships. It's everything you're thinking, but don't necessarily want to say out loud. We're your hosts. I'm Chriselle. And I'm LaNikki. All right. Well, what are we talking about today? All right. So let's start with the little icebreaker. Okay. okay. So I have a little would you rather question. Would you rather have a cook for the rest of your life or would you rather have a maid for the rest of your life? I, this one's easy for me
0: because if okay. you know me,
1: you know I do not like to cook. <laughs> and nobody can clean my house the way
0: I can clean my house. <laughs> so I think I'd rather have a cook for the rest of my life. And I just said, why because I don't like to cook. And everybody in my house is picky. Okay. <laughs> and the right. things I like to eat cost a lot of money. and I don't, oh, So Lord. I'd rather have somebody else cook it. No, that don't mean they're going to buy it. They're just going to cook it. You still got to spend well, the money. Well, I mean, now I got to spend money, for them to cook it, and I got to buy the groceries. But it's going to taste good. Like, I be spending the money, and it don't taste
1: the way I be wanting it to. So, oh, my gosh. Okay, so for me, I'm definitely – I need a maid. I need a maid. Like, I'm going to have to teach you how to clean to my standards, <laughs> and then once we get that standard, you know, established – then you know, up from there. But I'm not passionate about cooking, but I can cook and I will cook. Mm-hmm. But I hate cleaning. I hate cleaning, but I like a clean house. Well So that's why I'm this? gonna have to train you to house to I was clean. About to say, Like I'll clean your house but you can cook for me. <laughs> okay, and then, okay, that and works, we that works each other some money. <laughs> <laughs> that works, that works. All right.
0: That, that sounds like a good plan because
1: that's not
0: real. Teamwork make the
1: dream work. Of course. <laughs>
0: That's why we have each other. Exactly. So I saw this post on, I think it was Facebook, and I'm gonna quote it. It says, "Breaking news: Family is whoever the fuck I decide my family is. Blood don't mean shit. Excuse the language." And that's
1: on (laughs) purpose. It said what it said, and it meant what it meant. You have a point. (laughs) (laughs) And I
0: can relate a thousand and one percent. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming that you agree with the statement.
1: For sure. So why do you feel that way? Because I feel like family is something that you establish. Like we call family the people that we're related to. But I feel like after a certain point in time in your life, like family is who you establish family to be. Because the people that you're related to, you may not have like the best relationship with or may not be able to, you know, have... Good. A connection with yeah, you might because not have I a connection ha- with yeah. them, yeah. Because
0: I have friends who I've known probably longer than I've known some of my family, and I feel like I have more of a connection with them. Like they could be like a cousin to me. Like that's how yeah. close I feel like we are. I just think that we're blessed to have each other because not only are we family, we're cousins, but we're also like best friends. We are. I'm so convinced that we're twins, and they separated us at birth. I mean, and we clearly y'all share a resemblance. Like. <laughs> we finish each other's sentences (laughs) like we're family and And we're we're friends but I definitely agree with the statement because like you said there's people that aren't blood related to me that treat me like their own yeah and I feel like that means that like that like the the word family like that means more family-ish to me than people who are blood related to me and I don't know you
1: Yeah, I feel like people who you're related to is just that, who you're related to. That is true. That doesn't necessarily make them family. Right, and family is who you make it to be. All right, so speaking of family, have you heard of um, the Olympian Shakira Richardson? I've
0: been seeing outrage about her on Facebook.
1: Yes. so that's about what I know. So the first time I heard of her was um just like randomly um on TV or on social media or something because she stood out because of how she looked. Mm-hmm. She had really bright hair, she had the long nails, and um she won her one hundred, she broke a record. The time after that I heard of her was um When people were saying, oh, she's doing so good, even though she just lost her biological mother. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, sis is doing it. She out here looking the part and her actions are speaking for themselves as well. Yes, because I think when
0: the out, like the outrage about her winning the race is because she's like, what, the fastest woman in the United States or something? Yeah. And they were saying when she won that race, it was one week after she lost her mother. Right. I yeah. don't even know if I'd be able to get out of bed if I lost one of my parents. Yeah. Much that's... less go win a race and be everybody and world record, world records. Country records, no kind of record. The only record I might beat is if I'm able to get out the bed that day, right? With a smile on her face, right? Like I didn't even know about that up until like maybe a few days ago that she lost her mother. Yeah, so I would have never known just from seeing her on TV winning these races.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, so everybody was really like praising her, especially the black community. We were like, "Yes, representation (laughs) of thudis." But then, dum-dum-dum, next thing you know, you're hearing, oh, Shakira Richardson may be disqualified because um, the anti-doping committee says that they found THC in her system after she ran her qualifier. Mm -hmm. So now they're saying that she may not be um, able to run in the Tokyo Olympics. And that race that she broke the record in um, the 100 meter mm-hmm. was taken away from her because of the um, Wait, anti-doping. So, so
0: they're saying like, so basically they're erasing that race like it never happened. Exactly. That is, And that's the one that she beat the record on. Right. That is insane. That's one point. I don't like this whole anti-doping word because it's not like when I think dope, I'm thinking crack cocaine oh, like hard drugs i'm not thinking right.
1: thc yeah, or anything like that exactly i was really surprised that that was i'm not surprised that um that would be in violation but i'm surprised that they're like grouping it with the same the doping same, yeah the same category How? right especially
0: when a lot of athletes outside of the olympics i'm not sure about in the olympics because clearly she's getting in trouble for it Mm -hmm. but outside of the olympics a lot of people use thc not even like like the plant itself, like weed they use thc for like body aches and all this stuff like they rub it on their muscles joints on their their joints yes so i can't see how like i feel like they will wouldn't you want your athletes to be using the most natural things you would think. Like, would they prefer her to be on, like, antidepressants or something?
1: Yeah, so I was confused as to why that was included in um, the anti-doping violation. I wasn't, I'm not really understanding why that's in there, but maybe just because it's an altering thing. And not, but not, they did make it clear, though, that it is not they don't see it as something like a steroid. They understand that it's not a performance enhancement. Exactly, because
0: everybody's saying that, if anything, weed would slow you down, not make you faster. So sis is out here doing it if she's high and taking able to beat <laughs> records. Okay, they're just mad.
1: <laughs> All right, so the penalty that um, that's coming from the anti-doping um, committee. So she's gonna get, for them finding THC in your system, the penalty is a three-month sanction. So you have to be removed. You're not allowed to participate for three months. But however, because they did um, say that that the use of the THC wasn't used inside of the competition Mm -hmm. and that she agreed to do in what they call a substance of abuse treatment program, Mm -hmm. the penalty has been reduced to 30 days.
0: And I would just like to commend her for... Like when the news broke of like her failing this drug test or whatever the case is, I would like to commend her for coming out and being like, well, I'm human Mm because she is human and she's young. How old is she? She's 21. So at that age, at 21, most people are experimenting with a whole lot worse than just weed. But people are experimenting with drinking. They might try weed. They might, you know,
1: so I'm glad that she's like, I'm human. Like I make mistakes. Like. Yeah, so I agree with that. But also on the other end, the people that's around her knowing, because it's not like it wasn't known that she wasn't allowed to have THC in her system. Mm-hmm. So I feel like her and the people around her should have been like, the Olympics is a big thing. Like if, it's this, if this is something that's important to you, then you, know, you need to talk to somebody mm-hmm. or you need to figure out another way to cope because- She did come out in an interview and say that um, it all stemmed around the death of her biological mother. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the people around her should have been like, we understand what's going on. We hear you. Let's figure something out, how you can get through this, because you doing this can jeopardize what you have going for yourself right now. And this is a pretty big deal.
0: That is true. And I would just like to put out there that the state, that she resides in weed is legal Mm -hmm. so like even though it might be legal where you're living it's still illegal federally and the IOC doesn't consider a drug that's legally okay for any athlete in the Olympics to use but there's a because weed is becoming legal in so many states people are now able to like go to their doctors and get prescriptions for it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if that was her preferred way to cope with her losing her mother, she should have went about it a way where like, okay, it's doctor prescribed in case she got
1: backlash for it. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. So with that being said, do you think um, the sanctions that she's been given is fair or unfair for her? I feel like it's unfair. Because like I
0: said, weed is one of those things that is becoming legal like everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just feel it's unfair. Like she shouldn't be punished for, ha- for doing weed. Because like I said, I don't consider weed to be a dope medicine, like a dope right. drug. Right. And it's not like she's doing it to cheat in the race or anything like that. Like athletes are allowed to drink alcohol outside of the Olympics and they're allowed to drink alcohol when they're on the Olympic camp, wherever the Olympics is, so how is it okay for them to be drinking while they're competing in the Olympics? When drinking can have a lot worse effects on your body, your state of mind, and all these things. Mm-hmm. So why is that? Why can't it be like okay, you can't do drugs, and you ask also cannot do alcohol while you're competing in the Olympics?
1: Right. So I think I think it's both. I think it's fair and unfair. I think it's fair only because. The rules were already set and Mm -hmm. she agreed to the rules and her um, support and everything agreed to the rules and what was going on. But what I think is unfair is the rule itself is unfair. Like, I don't think that. And because when you hear, oh, the anti-doping committee put this as a violation against her you think, oh, she did something to alter her performance. That's why she, and it just so happened that she was the one that broke the record. She was the one that came in first place. So it makes it seem like, oh, she did something to do that. It wasn't just her. Exactly. It's taking that away from her. Exactly. Because it's like they're trying, like if she came in
0: third place, fourth place, whatever the case is, if she was the backup person to run that race for her team, in, the, in case the lead person broke a leg or got hurt or got sick or whatever, like, would it still be such a huge problem? Or is it because, like, she she's breaking these records, she's coming in first in all her races? So mm-hmm. now let, it's like, I feel like it's like, well, let's find a way to see how we can slow her down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because yeah. didn't you mention, well, I don't, you told me before that, like, I guess now she can't, she can't compete
1: in the race that she won, right? Well, yes, yeah, so because... Now, with the 30 day um, sanction, she's actually going to miss. So, her, the 100 is her race. So, she's actually going to miss the 100 in the Olympics. Okay. But there may be a chance that she can compete in um, another race, either the 200 or relay um, with her other teammates. But that hasn't been set in stone yet. But it seems like she's for sure going to miss her 100, though. It's
0: crazy. Like, it just yeah, doesn't sad.
1: make sense to me. It's sad. She was going to do it. She was going to do the damn thing. I was just trying to
0: find any reason to stop sis, and I'm not here for it at all. Yeah, it's really sad. It's
1: really sad. That was room for her.
0: Right. I think we all were. That's yeah. what makes it so heartbreaking. Because I remember yeah. when I saw the, I think you called me and told me, it was like, Did you hear? And like the way you broke the news to me, I thought you was about to tell me like somebody in our family died. <laughs> like I was so like like, my heart dropped. And then you were like, She wasn't Shakira, Shakari, she got eliminated because, or she might get eliminated. She might not be able to go to the Olympics. And I was like, what? Yeah. It was just as bad as telling me somebody died because like, Mm -hmm. it just didn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah. that's Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan.
0: That brings me to, since we're on the Olympics topic, there are two other Olympic um, track and field stars and their names are Christine. I hope I'm saying this right. Maboma and Beatrice Misalingi. And they're basically being disqualified, well, in the terms of them, they're being barred from the 400 meter to the 1600 meter races because they have too much testosterone in their body. Too much natural testosterone. Yes. Not something that they went and injected into themselves or anything like that. It's naturally being made in their body. So before I even discuss that, I was like, well, what exactly is testosterone? So it's basically a hormone that's made mainly in the testes and it's part of the male reproductive system, but it's also produced in the ovaries alongside your estrogen. So for some reason, well, in males, it's what helps develop like the male sex characteristics, such as like their facial hair, their deep voice, their muscle growth, and Muscle growth bracing was a big point. Because when I seen a picture of these women, I was like, they're like, they're toned. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mess with them. They could stop <laughs> with them legs. Okay. But I'm like, is it right to ban them from something that they're ban them because of something that their body is naturally producing? Like, they have no control over that.
1: Right. Because the thing to me that felt really unfair was that okay you're saying based on once again the rules that are already set in place there's a limit of how much testosterone can be in your body um so that means you can't compete with the women races but also you don't have enough to compete with the men exactly so it's like it's so just so like sorry you for you like what like
0: for something that i cannot match. like it's one thing if like people have gotten in trouble for using like Performance enhancing drugs, but it's literally something they have absolutely no control over.
1: Yeah, I think that's the heartbreaking part. It's like, I literally cannot control this. (laughs) Like, this is just how I am. Um,
0: That made me think of like another controversial topic, which was like transgender people competing in like Olympic sports or probably just sports in general. Like, how is it? okay for them to compete in certain sports but like for a woman who's naturally producing these hormones it's now well you can't compete and i saw an article i forgot where i saw it and they were saying that like for a transgendered woman to compete in like the women's sports she has to wait at least a year and take like some kind of like drug to kind of suppress the testosterone in their body so that they can qualify for the races
1: so, how is that okay? But yeah. so to me, what that says is if naturally you have too much testosterone to qualify, even be considered for the Olympics, you have to alter your testosterone levels. So, you have to take something to lower your levels, whether that's going to be the same standard as um, a trans person where they have to wait a year uh-huh. or whether it can just be just do it until you're under that limit mm-hmm. but Let's... that sucks though because it's like once again naturally this is just how I am now you're telling me I have to do I have to alter myself you're literally one on one hand one person's getting in trouble for doing
0: a non-performance enhan- <laughs> I can't say enhancing a non-performance enhancing drug. And you're trying to tell somebody else, on the other hand, that, oh, you have to do take these drugs to lower something that your body's naturally creating so that yeah. you can compete. But she can't compete because she did weed. Mm-hmm. But you have to go take whatever drug we give you to lower your testosterone so that you can run. Make it make yeah. sense.
1: Yeah, I feel for them. Right. I know that's
0: pretty heartbreaking. There's so much politics surrounding the Olympics. And I feel like every every time the Olympics comes around, it's like... It's always some heartbreaking topics. Yeah, for sure. So after hearing about like all this controversies surrounding like the black athletes and the Olympics, are you gonna
1: be watching this year? Oh, well, I'm definitely still gonna watch because I just love the Olympics. I love the Summer Olympics especially, mm-hmm. and um, there's still some other athletes that I do enjoy watching. So mm-hmm. I want to see um, how they do. And also, being that it's not like these athletes are saying, you know, like boycott the Olympics, or, you know, they're like, okay, well, in um, Shakari Richardson's. Um, situation, She's like, well, I'm just going to continue to um, condition and things like that and do what I can because I'm coming back for the next Olympics yeah. and I'm going to do what I need to then. You know, I know I'm going to put myself in a better position next time. So I don't think I'm not going to watch. I'm going to still watch mm-hmm. and I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. I usually...
0: I usually don't Like if it's on On the TV I'll maybe like Let it play in the background And stuff But I'm not like Invested in it Like I think I enjoy The swimming more Than I do watching Like the track and field Even though I did Track and field as a kid But I just I can't swim But I enjoy watching Other people swim I can't swim
1: either (laughs) I mean I can move in water But I don't think It's called swimming What I do (laughs) I can survive when I'm thrown into the
0: water, okay that's about it
1: i um, I did track and fields when I was younger too, but it definitely was not a passion of mine, but I do enjoy watching it. I like watching the swimming as well. um what's some other sports that for the summer Olympics? I feel like they do beach volleyball because I think I've seen that. Beach volleyball is cool. It's not something that I'm like. Oh, beach volleyball is about to come on, but it was on. Like I may like catch a glimpse or something. <laughs> I feel like the last. few... I weeks, used to play volleyball too. Fun fact: even though I'm short, She used to I could play dig a all ball. the sports
0: because <laughs> let me tell you, sis got a whole resume of sports that she, like she should have been in the Olympics <laughs> for something because all see, the this sports that the she thing. played. I
1: was never really other than soccer. I was never passionate about any sport that I ever played, so.
0: I don't understand, (laughs) and she was so good at it. (laughs) Well, maybe, is there soccer in the Olympics? I feel like there. I don't know.
1: Let's Google that. Yeah, I feel like, wait, hold on, let me think my brain down.
0: I feel like there might be.
1: No, I don't think there, wait, there's basketball. There's
0: football. Well, what we call soccer, football at the Summer Olympics men's soccer at the olympics how to watch okay that was from two days ago so they have men's soccer do they have women i don't know
1: i feel like they do i feel like they do i feel like i've
0: seen it before in one of the years that i've watched yeah i feel like you should have kept up with at least one of the sports so that way i could have been in the crowd
1: like that's my cousin (laughs) and everybody is so funny because everybody when people realize like well, back then, not no more, but when people realized like how fast I could run, everyone was always like, oh, you need to stick with this track thing. You need to make sure you can get a scholarship for um, college. And I'm like, I do not like cardio like that. And I do not like running on the track. Like I hate running on the track. Let me tell you, <laughs> I did track. And if I knew then what I know now about
0: college and student loans okay. and financial, my ass would have been run then. Mm-hmm. Let
1: me tell you. As soon as I said go mass would have gone okay because And that's another thing because even though I played all these different sports for like a short amount of time mm-hmm. I never, I could say I I can say now because I know I won't get in trouble yeah. but I rarely ever gave 100% I'm never going <laughs> to lie like 50 at best <laughs> since i
0: 50 and she was still beating everybody so this is why you know best. she should have been at the Olympics because if she gave 100 there would have been no competition let me
1: tell you how bad it was it was so bad that even though I could run fast I preferred doing triple jump I preferred doing a field event over a track
0: of it. <laughs> nah, like, my life would have been so much easier if I stuck with
1: track. Like It's true. It's true. Do you think your kids are going to play any um sports now or when they get older? Do they have any traits? You're like, oh, this one will be good at this.
0: I feel like I've been watching Xander, which is the youngest one, mm-hmm. and he has a good kick. Like, I've seen him kick a ball around, and, like, he's only one and a half, but, like, he can kick a ball straight. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like he would be good at, like, soccer. Braden, i have he's not really into outdoors so i don't know he's like more like technical like he loves playing video games mm-hmm. like anything like that he can figure out in like point two seconds so like i feel like he might be more into like something to do with like tech savvy yeah like a stem kid yeah and my daughter she is actually starting gymnastics she's supposed to start this week but we're on vacation so i don't know how that's gonna <laughs>
1: <like. laughs> work so what about you yeah, so my older one, she did gymnastics, and she was really good at that. She enjoyed it. And she also does swimming, nice. and she's actually really good at swimming. And she has the body, like the build of a swimmer. Yes. So I I think – she and she enjoys – she enjoys gymnastics, too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like swimming is more, more of her a passion. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like she's built – for swimming. She's, you know, you think of a a woman gymnast and you think of like this short stature, but super strong and muscular. That's not my oldest. She's very slim. She's She's taller than us. Yeah. She's taller (laughs) than us. So I don't think Genesis is really going to be for her. Like we could, yeah. we could still do some tumbling and stuff for the fun of it. But I think she is swimming so tall, is going to she be. She's going to do a flip across the <laughs> thing
0: and smack the judges in the face <laughs> with her legs. That's how tall she is. Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah, I think swimming is going to be more her speed. And as far as other sports, she hasn't tried any other sports. But I don't think she's really into the whole contact sports thing. Yeah, like, I feel her. don't she's, touch not, me. she's not into that. As for my younger one, she um. Yeah, she, I know mean, so she did soccer at one point. Did she? she did do soccer, and she she loves soccer. I'm like, oh, that's definitely my child. <laughs> that's my child. She loves soccer. Um, she hasn't started swimming. She was actually going to start swim. This past year, last year, but because of the pandemic and everything, she wasn't um, able to. Yeah. But I think she'll enjoy swim. But she's the opposite of my oldest. She doesn't have the build for swim, in yes. my opinion. Yeah. But she loves soccer, and I actually think she's gonna be really good at soccer. She just like um, Xander. She has a good kick on mm-hmm. her and she she likes the contact she's not afraid to get down and dirty she's not afraid to be pushed Trust around
0: this is, <laughs> is built to knock you out okay? yes
1: she is yes she is but she's also like a huge a cute little teddy bear. Like, she'll knock you over and then be like, but are you okay? Right. <laughs> She's the sweetest. I love yeah, that. I'm so the sportsmanship is already there. The sportsmanship <laughs> is already there. I love that for her.
0: Yes, because she could flip it on and off. I'm going to knock you out because we're playing, but I'm going to see if you're okay after I do <laughs> exactly,
1: it. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. So do you think you're going to, like, push them to continue playing these sports because... What if they, like, wake up one day and they're like, Mom, I don't want to do any of this?
1: Okay, so I've thought about this because... So, you remember, you see how I said I gave 50% at best in any sport that i played? Yeah. That was partially because I had nobody forcing me to do it. Yeah. Like, I did it. Most of the sports I signed up for to do, I did because my friends were doing it. Same, because I wasn't doing nothing by myself. <laughs> exactly. That's part of my problem. Exactly. And, like, I didn't have, like, my family, they supported the fact that I wanted to do it, but they... Didn't push me. So the days that I would come home and be like, I don't want to do it anymore, they like, All right. <laughs> like, okay. What you yeah. come to tell me for? Like, quit. Don't Same. show go, don't go to practice. So I never I never had anybody pushing me or forcing me to do it. So with that being said, when it comes to my children, I'm not gonna be that parent that's like You've gotta do this. Yeah. That's making like- them do something that they don't necessarily want to do, but I don't want them to quit just because They're having a bad day. They're having a bad day. They lost the game. Somebody's better than them. Like, I'm going to push them to be their absolute... They're going to be given 100%, okay? (laughs) I feel like it's different once you have,
0: like, that actual support at home and on the field, like, from your coach or whatever. Then you'll probably want to continue on with it. Because I feel the same way. I feel like I didn't have anybody... Like, I didn't have anybody at home telling me, like, this is good for you. And, like, like, I moved here with my dad. So, like, he... Doesn't Like when I applied for colleges and stuff, that was like his first experience with like school here. So like he didn't know the process. My mom, she didn't know the process because she didn't go to school here either. So it's like if I feel like if he would have known like how much college cost, he probably would have pushed me to continue with some kind of extracurricular activity. Because I I was in band and I was I had solos at the concerts like I was so good. Like, I could have either been a track star or a musician. And at one point, I wanted to go to school just for music. Like, I was like, I'm going to major. I'm going to go to school, but I'm going to try to be in the band. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that support at home. Like, Mickey, you should continue on with this. Like, you're good with this. Yeah. So, like, I feel like if I w- didn't make it with track, I probably would have made it playing band
1: throughout college. What instrument did you play in band? The flute, you know. Tw- you played the flute too? <laughs> yes. Why do I feel like I didn't know that? You knew this. <laughs> I thought you played the clarinet. No. <laughs> No, so, yeah, I was in band, too, and I I love, okay, now talk about passion. I truly did have a passion for concert band. Yes. Like, I love the flute, and I was good at the flute. I was first chair when I was in band. Front, front, up front and and center. And the thing about it is the reason I quit band was because, um... The next grade up, they didn't have concert band. They only had marching band. Yeah. I'm and I told you, I don't like cardio. I don't like <laughs> being outdoors and Since things it's like not, that. The flute wear two ounces. Sis is not walking up
0: and down. Nobody field holding no two ounce thing with her arm up in the air. No. no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wasn't doing it. But I, once again, looking back, I could have still continued to play the flute play, I didn't have to play for my school. I could have mm-hmm. did it outside of school. But I At least could have kept my skills sharpened. But like you said, like there was nobody at home pushing, saying like no, like you've been doing it for so long, you have got first chair, like I you need it to continue. Three years, yeah, it was. I actually love playing the flute. Play. I'm actually gonna teach my girls. How to play before they um. I feel you know, like I feel anything. like if
0: I get one in my hand, I can remember the finger placements to get the notes right. Yeah,
1: oh, I definitely remember. I still have my flute; it's packed away somewhere, but I still have it. But it's probably like I need to get it tuned and fixed up yeah. and all of that. I stuff, had so. mine. Well, mine was
0: rented because my school had we had a band in my s- middle school, and they had enough instruments that we all got our own instrument. So, well, the flute. People who played the flute did. You know, the other ones who played the bigger instruments they yeah. had to share and they used to be <laughs> fighting over the wood pieces and all this stuff and the mouth pieces was missing. We have uh, some problems uh, if you play the flute. You got your own personal exactly. flute. Because don't nobody cute need to be, rectangle exactly, case. Exactly, because don't nobody need to be <laughs> inhaling nobody spit when you go to play the flute. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So like I got mine through my school and at one point my mom was like well you're really good at this you're getting solos at the concerts and all this stuff like maybe we should just buy it and like continue so you can continue doing it and I was the one that was like because I knew how much how expensive instruments can be so I yeah. was like no it's okay you don't have to and I kind of wish she, I would have let her do it because yeah. I could have continued I could have found a, um, a music teacher to help me continue that in high school because my high school didn't have the Um, band at all like they didn't have any Mm -hmm. kind of instruments nothing but I'm like if I even my middle school teacher I'm sure if I had my own flute and I went back to him after I graduated yeah he probably would have continued with me up until I went to college
1: yeah my um my band teacher her name is slipping slipping me right now but we gave her hell because we, we didn't really listen that good and stuff but she was definitely passionate about music mm-hmm. so i know like if any one of us ever went back and was like yo can you help me like she, yeah. she would have loved to i remember my band teacher mr Kamo he was the nicest guy <laughs> ever oh man i'm so mad her name is so i could see her face she used to be this tall skinny lady but I can't remember her name And right that now. man was
0: amazing. He
1: played every single instrument in that yes, room. Yes, Like, he was a professional too. at
0: every... Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't that one instrument that he was like, um, I could teach you how to read the notes, but, like, I'm not the best at it. Yeah. Every instrument he picked up sounded amazing. But I think his main instrument was the guitar. Y'all yeah, had guitar in you? We didn't, but he Uh-oh. played it. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. I was like, oh, y'all's was, fancy. There was one, but I
0: don't think anybody played it.
1: Oh, like okay. in the actual
0: band yeah yeah
1: yeah and i just would like to say when i was in concert band every um what is it called like every competition we went to we always got first place i just would like to say See, y'all fancy <laughs> we ain't do all of that we just had y'all didn't go to competition no we weren't
0: a competition. we were in huh? middle school so we weren't doing all we probably were the only school in new york city that probably even still had a band okay <laughs>
1: Because let no, me tell you, we, the
0: schools in New York City don't have anything. You'd be yeah. lucky if you have a
1: textbook to yourself, okay? I will say that up north, schools are more focused on um, like in the city, I'll say. Schools are more focused on When we say the city, we mean New York City. New York City, yeah. right. Um, they're more focused on the education part of it, and I feel like the schools in the south where I went to It's more well-rounded. Is, well, I wouldn't say well-rounded because Well, maybe not well, but it's more rounded. <laughs> The education part might have been lacking a little bit. Yes, because I can say the standard of education, um, despite what people think about inner city schools up north, the standard of education is higher. But I feel like down south, the focus is more on the extracurricular, not to say that. You're not being taught because you are, but yeah. the standard of education is not to par. And I completely agree because when I went to college, the majority of the people
0: that I met that were doing band, playing sports and getting scholarships to go to school were from the, the South. South. yeah. And- a lot of them they didn't really know what the hell they were doing school-wise. Like, they were asking for help. They had to get tutors just to stay, just to keep passing classes yeah. so they could keep playing these sports. Yeah. So I can definitely see see that being a thing.
1: Yeah, and I wanted to mention, you touched on it that, um you know, when we talked about our – we didn't have the support at home. And I just want to say that I don't think it was because – they just we talked about in the last episode, if you haven't listened to that, go check that out. Yes. We talked about in the last episode, um, how we were raised in the parenting styles and how um our family is Guyanese. Um so growing up Caribbean and then having children grow up in the United States. Mm-hmm. it's a com- two completely different worlds so when we're like oh we want to try sports we want to be in band they're like okay fine but they didn't push us because they didn't understand okay push you for what like what comes after this after exactly. playing soccer and i um tore my acl i was like all right then i just won't play soccer in college like i just won't play soccer yeah. it's fine and everybody was first- like okay
0: because we're first generations and like at least for our parents we're first generations to like grow up here from like
1: little to adults to go to and go through the school system and right to go through the american school system we're the first generation so they didn't understand the process of college and how you can get scholarships to get into college. And we only knew what we heard from like our counselors and our teachers. So, but when that's not supported by what's at home, Mm -hmm. then it only goes so far, you know? Yeah, and I will say I have, well, she's
0: still one of my closest friends, my best friend in high school. She helped me a lot. Like I would be calling her, texting her, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Can you help me out? Honestly, if it wasn't for her, I'm gonna shout her out, Leonora. If it wasn't for her... (laughs) I don't even know if I would have made it into college because, like, she was the one that was like, okay, well, this is what you got to do for the applications. And then we both got accepted into Syracuse thanks to her because she (laughs) helped me get my life together and figure out what I needed to do and who to send it to and all this stuff. And, like, even, like, after the acceptance period, like, you think you got accepted, like, that's it. Like, you just start school. Right. She was like, no, sis, like, you need to make sure you register for classes. Mm -hmm. You got to make sure that that your, your bill is paid. Like, and she showed me how to do all those things. Like, if it wasn't for her, I would have been lost my whole senior year. Like, I, would I probably would have never
1: even made it to college. For sure. I can feel that because so me and um, two of my friends, we actually all planned to go to the same school, and we all planned to go to school in Florida. So <laughs> we were all, like, around that stage, we are like, we're applying for colleges. And applied for an HBCU in Florida. I think it was Bethune-Cookman. Yeah, I'm old. I can't even remember what college I applied for. I think it was Bethune-Cookman. And they sent me an email and was like, it was either email or a letter. And they got like the spelling of my name wrong. So they're like, we can't continue the application process. And instead of me just fixing it, I was like, well, I guess I can't go to this school. (laughs) And I didn't have nobody to sit me down and be like, no, all you have to do is X, Y, and Z yeah, or whatever. So then I ended up going to a completely different school in a completely different state from all of my friends. Most of my closest friends, I would say. Yeah. And yeah, those dreams were down the drain, or <laughs> <laughs> because like a name was spelled wrong, or because <laughs> the name was spelled wrong, and we just didn't understand yeah. the processing behind it because we didn't have anybody from our family who went through that process before us. Exactly, yeah. And
0: I feel like, like with my parents, like it was mostly like, oh, you have to pay for an application. Well, here is my credit card. And that was it. Like, that was the most help I got. Yes. Like, you got to pay for an application. You got to pay for your SATs, whatever the kid, here's my credit card. That was about, yes. my dad used to drop me off when I got to take my test in or whatever. That mm-hmm. was the support I got because yeah. that's all he knew how to do. Yeah. I can't be mad that you didn't know how the system works. Right. <laughs> but I'm prepared. When my kids go to school, they're, I'm prepared. And I definitely feel like I'm going to try to get them into some extracurricular. Because education is, is key. But they're only teaching you so much in school. Mm-hmm. And if their plan is to go to college, I feel like they need to have something other than grades to get them there.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I think also have been extracurricular activities is working the other side of your brain. Like mm-hmm. you got the education part, but you also need the creative part, which I feel like. We're only now in our late 20s starting to explore that creative side of our brain because that just wasn't something that we did as young children because it was all about books, books, books. Right. But there was no um, arts involved in that. And I feel like it would also help them a lot
0: socially to interact with people outside of their household. Because for, like, my people who know me know that I don't talk to people unless I know them. So for me to even be sitting here doing a podcast, like, 10 years ago, that would never happen. Like, I wouldn't even have the courage to sit down in front of a computer or a mic or a webcam and record myself. Which is part of
1: the fact that while we're doing this together and not separately, because we're both, like we said last episode, we both grew up the same way, so... We weren't doing this by ourselves with nobody else. Exactly, it's only gonna work with the two of us. (laughs) Exactly,
0: right? Because
1: yeah,
0: I feel like I definitely—if I would have continued on with extracurricular activities, my like I would be like it took it took until I had my first daughter for me to like start breaking out that shyness because I'm like, well, now I have to advocate for her. Exactly.
1: Yeah. 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 Definitely force you out. You don't have a choice at that point. Yeah, because I like, can't just go
0: to the doctor and be mute. Like, if something's <laughs> wrong with her, I have to let the doctor know. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You go to, to see the teacher. You have to be able to speak. Like, I can't just be sitting there relying on somebody else to speak for me and her.
1: Right. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Yes, we're growing. It's yes. taking some time, but we're growing. We're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. You know, we're so youngish, youngly I'm young. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm young, young. Okay, <laughs> I keep telling my my daughter. I'm like, when you're 18, I'm only be 36. Like that's young. <laughs> my mom had me at 36, so that's young <laughs> to me.
1: Okay, literally, is that weird that I'm like calculating? Like, okay, by the time you graduate, I'm gonna be this old. That means no. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm, I'm. That's my date where I'm like, okay, at this point, I'm gonna still be. But y'all starting to have kids? My kid's are gonna be graduating, going to college? What? Period. Me we going to be up on the yacht somewhere right. our feet kicked up <laughs> Manifesting it because
0: you know, by then this podcast is going to be bringing in so much money. And that, just like that. Right? <laughs> like, we're just going to be living our best lives, and our kids are going to be living their best lives doing whatever they want to do. Exactly. Grown, whatever they want to do. <laughs> while we're still young, it can get around.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, we appreciate you so much. This week's mantra is I am worth it, as is, without change, without exception.
0: Here we One
1: more time for the people in the back. Listen up. Rewind. I am worth it as is, without change, without exception. So take that for this week. And do what you want with it. And do as you please.
0: If you guys want to stay updated on everything, momsly, make sure that you're following us on Instagram. And that is momsly pod. That's M-O-M-S-L-Y-P-O-D. And this week we're actually doing video alongside the audio, so you guys can check us out on YouTube at Moms Leave Podcast. Yay, another one in the books. <laughs>